Hello there. Welcome back to Thoughts and Prayers with Tugiwaki. I am Tugiwaki and this is episode 2 of season 2. In this season, we're taking a deep dive into what prayer is, why we should pray, how we should pray, and I'm so excited that you're here listening to this particular episode. If you're brand new here and you do not know who I am and what all of this is, my name is Tugiwaki. I am based in Nairobi on the African continent. I love Jesus. I enjoy talking about prayer. And this podcast is basically a space to reflect, introspect, and share our thoughts and prayers to God. I wanted to create a space where we could really just spend time just talking to God about everything, life, our dreams, our future, our health, and everything. And that's pretty much what happened in season one. In season two, we're taking a deep dive into what prayer is. And if you haven't listened to the first episode of this season, please do so before listening to this one because we're kind of building up on where we left in episode one. So let's jump right into it. Why should we pray? I know I said this in episode one and I want to say it again. I'm going to be using a lot of scripture to teach us what we need to know about prayer. You can't talk about God and knowing who God is and talking to him without really jumping into his word. And so we're going to start off in the book of Philippians chapter four, verse six to seven. Today we're answering the question, why should we pray? Philippians four, six to seven. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so one of the reasons we should pray is because it is an instruction and a command. We are instructed to present our requests to God through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And so prayer is a command. It's an instruction. It's it's a lifeline for us as followers of Jesus and believers in the kingdom of God. Now, I just want to say, I don't think prayer is exclusively only for the Christians, for the people who follow Jesus. I think anyone can pray. I think this is an open invitation to anyone who is interested in growing in their spirituality, growing in an understanding of their identity. The God of the Bible invites you to seek him while he can be found. And we find that in Jeremiah 29, verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And, you know, when we pray, we get to know who God is. And when we get to know who God is, then we begin to get to know who we are because we are created in the image of God. The Bible tells us that we are created in the image of God. And once you get to know who God is, you begin to know what God wants and what he's saying, and you begin to understand his voice. The Bible says that God reveals what he's doing to his prophets. Amos 3 7 and 8. Surely the Lord God does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The Lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who will not prophesy? And so I, I bet you're wondering, okay, so why do I need to know like what God is doing? Well, you need to know what God is doing because you are involved in what God is doing. The fact that you exist on this earth, you are a product of God's doing, right? And so once we begin to understand what God is doing and what he wants to do on this earth, then we kind of get our sense of direction. Not kind of, 
we get our sense of direction. It cements our identity in him. And once we have an understanding of our identity in God, then we begin to walk in that identity. And some people call that your purpose. When you begin to walk in your identity, when you have an understanding of why you're here, what you're here to do, then you begin to walk in your purpose. And so I think there's sometimes a misconception that God wants to take away the things that we love and then put exchange them for things that he wants for us and sometimes we make the assumption that those things are not interesting or fun or creative or will be engaging for us but when you think about it god made you he put in you incredible gifts abilities insights perspectives skills desires and he's honestly the best person to give you what you need to utilize your God-given skills, abilities, gifts, ideas. He's the one who gives you the raw materials and then he's the one who helps you put together what he put you on this earth to put together, right? And so in prayer, we learn or we begin to collaborate with God in doing what he's doing on this earth. Now, this may be a foreign concept or a difficult thing to grasp if you have felt lost or distant or discouraged and you've just felt disconnected from the world from what you are meant to do on this earth and i've actually struggled with that a lot in my own life i've struggled to figure out okay so why exactly am i here what am i supposed to do and let me be very honest with you in times when i felt like that and i have decided to abandon my faith and take things up into my own arms and try and figure things out and do things my way i've always failed i've always felt like this is too big for me to carry on my own i can't be in charge of everything i can't make everything in the world work the way i wanted to for me to get the results that i want and i'm not talking about i didn't work hard enough or i didn't like research enough or i didn't I actually put in the work, I put in the time, I put in all those things. I did the right thing, but it still didn't work out. And so I've had to return to God and really seek understanding and seek the truth and seek a way to view the world the way he does. And so this brings me to a couple of verses that I'd like to share with you. The first is Isaiah 43, 18 to 19. And this is for anyone really who's just tired and who has tried and tried and tried and nothing has worked out. This is what the word of God says. Do not call to mind the former things. Pay no attention to the things of old. Behold, I am doing something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Do you not see what the Lord is doing? This new thing, this fresh breath of air these new ideas these new connections new networks to be honest guys all of this is birthed all of this is conceived all of this is conceptualized in prayer this sounds like a very distant from reality statement but things that are revealed from god are caught when we are conversing with God, let me give you an example. 
when you're speaking face to face with someone and we got to experience this because in the pandemic we all went online and you're having all these meetings you're having church services you're having hangouts you're meeting with your friends online and you know that it's not the same when you are seated together physically in the room you can't see their face clearly either because your internet connection is bad or your camera is whack but when you're with them in person you're catching their facial expressions you're catching their side eyes you're able to communicate even without speaking and that's kind of what prayer is when you begin to pray when you begin to learn how to hear the word um the voice of god then you begin to catch the things of god you you begin to see the new things that he's doing you begin to feel renewed you become strengthened you become closer to god the bible says in james chapter 4 7 to 10 submit yourselves then to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded grieve mourn and weep turn your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom humble yourselves before the lord and he will exalt you i just want to go back to verse remember wait remember when i said the bible is low-key offensive like the bible calls us out hey we've been called sinners in this verse we've been called double-minded it's painful to the heart but it's true it hurts but it's true anyway that's just a side note i wanted to go back to verse 8 draw near to god and he will draw near to you you're able to catch things about god in prayer and that is so important for the time that we are going into in the world. We need to understand. We need, and I said this in the last episode, that we need something greater than ourselves. Because if Corona showed us anything, if the pandemic showed us anything, it showed us that we're not in control. And we cannot have a hand on everything. That's God's role. God is above all of this chaos. God is above all of this uncertainty, all of this grief, all of this pain and discomfort that we experience. And so why do we need to pray? We need to pray to draw closer to God because once we draw closer to him, he draws closer to us. The Bible in the book of Isaiah 55 verse 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. First of all, this implies that there will be a point when the Lord will not be found. And I, I, I don't even want to get into addressing that, but aren't we privileged right now to have this open invitation from God to seek him while he can be found, to call on him while he is near? The Bible continues to say, let the wicked man forsake his own way and the unrighteous man his own thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion and to our God for he will freely pardon. I just want to pause here and say that even Christians sometimes are unrighteous. Even Christians sometimes are wicked. And the Bible is calling us out here and saying, you know what? Forsake your own way. Forsake these unrighteous thoughts. Turn back to God. Come back to him that he may have compassion. God loves you. God loves you despite what you have done, what you have attempted to do, what you have thought of doing, despite what has been done to you. God loves you and he's willing and able and looking forward to showing compassion towards you and pardoning you because he wants to share with you his thoughts. He wants to pour out his love on you. He wants to make you whole and new. He wants his, He wants to save you from the situation that you find yourself in, from the life that you've made 
because you try to do it on your own. The Lord wants to set you free. And so if you feel like you're too far gone, he's saying, come back. If you feel like it's too late for you, he's saying, come back. If you know someone who has left him, who has abandoned him, and and you yourself are beginning to give up on that person, remember that the Lord has not given up on them. Pray to God. Ask for strength. Ask for wisdom. Ask for this compassion that he has for you to be poured out on you. The Lord continues to say, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways. So this is what I'm saying. Why do we need to pray? So that we can know God's thoughts. So that we can know God's way. Verse 9, it says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God is saying, we're not in the same level. We're not in the same level. And you need to have God's perspective to make it in this earth. You need to have God's perspective on your finances on your relationships, on your career, on your life choices, on your friend choices. You need to have God's perspective overriding your perspective because his ways are higher than ours. His ways are better than ours. His ways are more reliable than ours, you know? And it's so important to hear God for yourself, not follow your parents, your pastor, your boyfriend, your wife. You need to hear God for yourself, let me continue reading this verse because uh, this, this is powerful. Listen. For just as rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return without watering the earth, making it bud and sprout and providing seed to sow and food to eat. So my word that proceeds from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and it will prosper where I send it. This just means that everything that proceeds from the mouth of God, every word of God spoken carries with it a job to accomplish. And then God is saying, I don't just send out my word and it doesn't accomplish its job. This is why it's so important, one, for us to know the word of God so that as we pray, we're reminding him what we're saying to him, his word, this word that will that has an assignment, that has a job. Let me give you a practical example. So there's moments in my life when I feel extremely lonely. I feel alone. I am sad. I just sit on my bed and I'm like, Jesus, I feel so sad. I feel so alone. And all of a sudden, this has happened in real life. I'm not making this up to sound extremely spiritual or to give you an illustration and think, oh, this is real life. No, this is really real life. And as I'm praying, I'm, I, I literally just sit on my bed and say, Lord, I'm so lonely. I need a hug. I just, I just, I, I don't want to be alone. I'm lonely. And all of a sudden, scripture starts coming to mind. Different portions of God's word. For example, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. I will never leave you or forsake you. Like the one I also read today, draw near to me and I'll draw closer to you. And I'm like, Lord, I'm here. I want I want to feel like I'm receiving a hug. Please help me. And all of a sudden, my heart just feels less sad and more happy. And I feel like, okay, God is actually here. He's listening to me. He can see me. God is going to make a way. God is going to figure this out for me because, eh, I don't want to be alone forever. So he must be fixing things in the future for me, you know. <laughs> We actually prayed for our future spouses in season one. So that's kind of what I'm alluding to here. But you see, 
the word of God is what brought me comfort at that moment. And I did feel like I wasn't alone. I have felt, because it's happened more than once, I have felt like I am not alone. I have felt like God is actually with me. He's close to me. He knows me. He understands what I'm feeling. This happens often when we speak the word of God over our situations, when we declare the truth of God at our workplace, in our families, on the road as we drive, um, in the air as we fly. This is why it's so important to know the word of God and speak it over your life because he says it, my word that proceeds from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and it will prosper where I send it. So instead of manifesting kindly speak the word of God over your life and see his words come to pass as he pleases. Then there's a promise. Verse 12. This is Isaiah 55, 12. You will indeed go out with joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, a cypress will grow. And instead of the briar, a myrtle will spring up. They will make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign never to be destroyed. Now, I don't have um, cypress trees growing in my room <laughs> when I feel lonely and I prayed and God's word has come to pass. But what we can get from this, the nature of this promise is that we will be successful, we will be joyful we will be led forth in peace and a lot of times when we are troubled when we are overwhelmed when the storms and the winds and the waves of life like i had described in the previous episode in episode one a lot of times when these storms surround us what we need is joy and peace and those can only be found in god's presence those can only be found through prayer and so i hope i'm i'm showing you i hope you're getting why we need to pray why that's important I believe that another reason why we need to pray is to grow in our relationship with God, in our relationship with ourselves, in strength, in faith, in certainty, in an understanding of our identity. But also, we need to pray for our nations. We need to pray. Like, the more we pray, the, the more God's priorities become our priorities. And God cares for your family. God cares for your career. He cares for your office. He cares for your school. He cares for your president or your king or your queen, whatever country you're from. He cares for your world. And so as you begin to pray, you begin to care for the things that God cares about. He cares um, about injustice and he wants to make things right. And that's why when you read the word of God and when you pray, you begin to see things in the world differently. And so that's our growth in your perspective of life. That's a growth in your own maturity and identity. That's why it's so important to pray. Now, I have to say this, that whatever you hear in prayer has to line up with the word of God, with the Bible, because God will never contradict himself. God will never say anything that is opposite or contradictory to the word of God. You have to know the word of God. You have to submit yourself to the word of God and to what it says and your and what you're hearing in prayer, what you're receiving in prayer has to line up with the word of God. If you do not know what the word of God says, we have the internet for that. The physical Bibles that you can buy, these Bibles online that you can buy, these you can even DM me <laughs> on my social media and ask me, Ayo, this is what I'm hearing. 
is there a verse that backs this up if you can't find it? So it's so important to just know we can't make things up and then say, I had this in prayer, you know? It's super important that we line up what we're saying with the word of God. And so that brings us to the end of this episode. Before we go, I'd just like to pray. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you because you are interested in knowing us and being known by us. Thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross so that the price of our sins is paid so that we get to be close to you and live in relationship with you. Lord, thank you that you're always looking for ways to catch our attention, whether it's through nature, prayer, conversation, dreams, your prophets, this podcast, whatever it is, Lord. Thank you that you're always speaking. Jesus, as we continue to learn about prayer and why it's important, please prepare our hearts to hear from you in the different ways. Help us to be alert and attentive. Lord, for those who are skeptical about this whole prayer thing and who have prayed, or those who have prayed and have not gotten what they desired, I pray that you'd speak to them powerfully this week, that your presence would be so evident to them. May they realize that your love for them is greater than any disappointment, fear, or lies that they may encounter, and that kills their faith. Lord, I pray for greater faith for me and for my listeners. I pray for more belief and for testimonies of your provision and presence as we progress in this season. Please reveal yourself to us. Help us grow in our understanding of you and in our perspective of the world, that we may see things as you see them, that whatever is important to you would become important to us. I pray that as we read your word and pray, we would get to know you more and get to know ourselves more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ayo, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If it blessed you, if you liked it, if there's something you want to discuss further, please reach out to me on my social media handles. All the links, everything you need to know is in the show notes. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts, your ideas, your questions. Let's make this an interactive process. I really hope that you are hearing things that are challenging you, but things that you also agree with, things that you want to contend with. I pray that the um, the scripture that I'm sharing, that you can see these are things I'm just picking up from the Bible. Like I'm not coming up with these things myself. Anyway, uh, please share this with someone, you know, tell the people in your church group about this podcast, share it with your pastor. Um, You know, let, let people know that this thing exists and stay connected. Stay tuned and stay prayed up. Bye.